between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. this morning. Father, we yield ourselves to you that you would help us align with your spirit. Father, I am here before you this morning. I ask for help this morning, this afternoon. Help me. Let me connect your thought. Bless each and every one of us here this afternoon. Thank you, Father, because we know you've answered and you've heard us. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Just become your neighbor here this morning. Sad before, now it's happy. Amen. Amen. It was a little bit dull this morning, but now it's sunny. Thank God for that. Amen. Amen. I hope we're all uh, happy to be here. And I'm glad to, I'm happy to see each and every one of us. Um, I greet you with, with God's, God's greetings. 
good to see our faces. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 It's almost as if I've forgotten <coughs> everything we've been talking about so far. But God will help us. Amen. Amen. Um, can we go to the book of Second Corinthians, chapter four, verse six? I'm pretty sure you're wondering hmm, that verse again, but I don't intend to stay there. I just intend to move on from there. Amen. Amen. I'm not sure if I well, I will read it and then we'll go. Amen. Um, I believe we we stayed a bit. I mean, this whole this whole month, I think it was just this particular. I mean, by now it should be a memory verse. Abi. So, because it's memory verse, and mm. the beauty of that is that we're able to actually understand what the Lord is saying out of that. Amen. Mm. Praise the Lord. It's so interesting that we can be on one verse for a whole month. Mm. What, what, did, what if we are not saying? <laughs> so, in, in case we are not being faithful in reading our Bible, I think I think it's set aside to us yeah. that. In short, you can read this Bible eternally. Yes. <laughs> yes. Amen. Yes. Um, the Word of God is always potent. Mm. Amen. It's alive. Mm. It is living. Yes. Today, maybe today wants to eat bread. You just come, cook, eat, you know, eat bread and egg. Maybe tomorrow you decide, mm, it's better than egg I want to eat. Sorry, it's yam and egg. You know, yam and egg. And maybe next time you just say, I love a goosey. Mm-hmm. No, just, what I'm trying to say that yes. it has it's yeah. it's living. It has mm-hmm. there's a mind to it, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. not just stagnant, no. Mm-hmm. And that is why <clears throat> the word of God needs to be interpreted by the Spirit, because mm-hmm. the Scripture says um, no Scripture is of private interpretation, mm-hmm. but men of God speak as they were inspired by the Spirit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What that means is that it is the Spirit that wrote it. Message is the spirit that will interpret it. Amen. Amen. So God will help us. <clears throat> so I read from verse six. So for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness hath shined in our heart to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. Um and I think we've been on this particular passage for a while. So we I think we were able to open up that aspect which says God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Amen. And we understand that that darkness that they're talking about doesn't necessarily mean an unbeliever or evil, right? Or um, what else is darkness that we used to say? I mean, out of darkness meaning that you know, we're all dark. Everybody that is an unbeliever is, is under the kingdom of darkness, right? So when we are Unbelievers and all that God came and got born again, but even though that is true, we know that um, the light that got us born again was shining from somewhere, right? So it's the, we're saying it's the light that God commanded to shine because I think we we talked about why God had to command the light to shine, right? The purpose of it shining, right? Amen. Amen. And also separating why God did not just shine his own light directly. Yeah. He had to command yeah. a light to shine. 
and we know that where the light is shining from is from the sanctuary or the holy place, and that's the dark place. And as a result, we went into talking about the tabernacle for a bit. Mm. We also outlined the, or just to give an outline of the tabernacle. I would focus more of the vessels. How many of us were able to listen to those to those meetings? I'm I'm sure I'm not sure if we're able to. The thing is that I can't go back. <laughs> the truth is I can't go back and talk about it again. Because I know I know some of us in the past have been thinking about mm, okay tabernacle. What is it about? So finally we have been able to talk about it, and it was two meetings too. The first one, then the second was more of a review, and then just talk more about the particularity of of the, the tabernacle. I mean, I mean, and I, I give us assignment, I guess. Yeah. I give us assignment. <laughs> I said we should read Exodus 35 to 40, and then if possible, you can read Leviticus if you agree. Amen. Amen. But, <laughs> but I know that even that 35 to 40 of Exodus was a struggle. And I, I pray that the Lord will help us. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I mean, I wasn't the assignment. I know some of us were not here, but for those of us that were here for the first day of the assignment, who did the who did the assignment? You were not here, so so let me. I, 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 there's a new way for those for, for those that were here and received their. You know, if you are, if you receive the commandment directly from the mountain, Abi. <laughs> Did, did I give the assignment on a Saturday or a Tuesday? Tuesday? Was it Tuesday? Hey, I remember. So, so for those that receive the commandment directly from the mountains, <laughs> did, did, did we build according to the to the pattern? Yeah. 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 Wow. Amen. So hurry up and finish you. Because imagine just just one verse for a whole month. So I mean, the, the whole purpose of that is so that we also just have an idea of what it is. Because most of the time, the reason why we are lost, maybe when we, are, when some, when we hear some things, is probably because we're not familiar with where that is coming from in the scripture. That is why, you know, just reading the scripture, I mean, reading it once may not fully, fully put everything inside, mm-hmm. but at least to give an idea, and over time, over time, things will begin to settle. Amen. Amen. So, we talked about the tabernacle pretty much. And for those of us that have been wondering what is tabernacle, where sanctuary, holy place, or which one, where is where? Is there? You can go and listen to it. And, and if you don't have time to listen to it, you can still read Exodus 25 to 40. Hmm. 25. 25. 25. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's 25. I know. <laughs> but if you read it, if you read it quickly, honestly, you go by it pretty fast. There is, there is, the point is that it, it seems long, 25, mm-hmm. but it's really they're just talking about the arrangement, yeah. the, the vessel, things, the measurement. Mm-hmm. They're just telling us all those details. And it's, it's, not, a, it's not that bad, really. It's pretty fast. It's pretty fast. Amen. Amen. If you now want to have in-depth knowledge of it, I mean, you can then start looking at every single detail. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is two cubic, that is four cubic, this is three okay. cubic. Okay. I mean, they all matter. But, I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't want to focus on that first, it's fine. If you want to focus on that later, it's also good. Amen. Mm-hmm. But the more you read it, the better it becomes. Amen. So, if I say sanctuary now, we will be confused what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. And then now we will be confused. Yeah. Okay, you know where that is. Yeah. Okay. We will be confused. I know you know. Now. I won't talk. <laughs> but, but, but you know what I'm talking about. They, they, they have been talking about the holy place before I knew about the holy place. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so we know that God commanded the light to shine out of darkness, right? God is shining out of the, the there's a light of God that is in the holy place, right? That God will command to shine onto a believer, an unbeliever as well, to get them born again, right? Because that light is a light that gets us born again, also moves us into the kingdom of God. Amen. But it's not the same light that we were used to. So it's a strange light to our nature. So it's a strange learning to the way our nature is built and raised. And, and I think I mentioned a little bit about that light. Was it last time? But how many of us know the difference between that light that God commanded to shine, the light of God, and also the normal light that we are, we are used to? Can somebody quickly help me with that? Because I know this, although there are little, little details, ah, why do I, I don't know why I'm, you know, I thought I would just go, but it's almost as if I'm, I'm teaching again. Eh? Please, who, who can, who can help me? For you, because you know, we spent a lot of time on this verse, right? And it, it, a lot of things were said in a moment, both, but the, those things were actually bits and pieces of information concerning what the Lord is doing to us, right? Of God's intent, our state, right? What God is changing, right? So those details are very essential, both for our knowledge, yeah. um, and also it also builds us. Yeah. Amen. You know, some of the things we know is actually skill, yeah. right? You don't even know where it to be useful. Mm. That's another thing, because to, to us it seems like we are going to class. I know last two meetings were classes, really. Mm. It seems like class, right? That you know, like you go to school and then they teach. Okay, this and this. But really, what because they are spiritual things. The way they come to us, how useful they become, is I don't know how to put it. Spiritual. You may be talking to a soul now. Mm. You are talking. That you don't know where that knowledge are searching you. Mm, yes, sir. To give understanding concerning yes, a, a scenario. Mm. So you may be talking to somebody. You may not remember it as the tabernacle. You know, this, mm. this, that. But there's an understanding it gives mm. generally that just exposes us to. What is happening on earth, when you see different souls, you can tell, ah, something's happening here, right? And most of the time, that's where wisdom comes from, to have answer to questions. Amen. So, who can quickly help me? I was talking about particularity of that light. So that light that God is commanding to shine, right? There's a light God commanded to shine. And there's a light that we are used to before the light that God commanded began to shine upon us. So what's that light that we are used to according to scripture? The sun light. Yeah? I'm just listening. Yeah, give yes, we are talking now. <laughs> okay, let me just Okay. Let me try and answer. Okay, pause and say it. Okay, so let me use the the way you have explained it to us before. So the okay. light the light the, that we are used to is the sunlight. I'll say I'll say the sunlight, but the sunlight represents a kind of life that we are used to. So as an unbeliever, there's a kind of life we live. There's a there's a knowledge which we live by, and when we become born again, 
that does not mean that we have that knowledge is completely gone. Yeah. That learning or that way of living is completely gone. It's just that we have our spirit has been regenerated, but our soul bought but has not been uh, saved yet. So there's still that light, the light there is knowledge. Right? So there's still <laughs> knowledge in the soul that the soul is still using to live, although the soul the the person has the spirit has been regenerated and the person is born again. So that's that knowledge in the soul is the light that that person is living by and is also that's also what an unbeliever can also live by or the unbeliever is also living by so in the case of the israelite israelite is the light outside in the camp so it's the light they use in the camp that is the normal like where they go about they do their day day-to-day -day business they are best they they farm they do their trade everything but when they come towards the the court or the tabernacle, there's a different light shining there that, that the priest that um, offers services inside the tabernacle use. So that light, there's another knowledge they are using to live. The priests are using a different knowledge to live than what the Israelites are using. So we are really down to our own living here. Like someone that has just been born again, filled with the Spirit, a very good Christian, you know, just doing all the godly ordinances and fasting all these things it has his spirit has been generated it's filled with the holy ghost living by faith like you know milk according to milk of the word like has milk of the word but also there's there's a knowledge it has not really been transported to a different way of life it can still live normally like but just just as an unbeliever can trust in their arm or flesh like you know a, a new bird, someone that would milk would believe that God would do this for me, God would do that for me. But there are certain ways that that there's there's a way you can now live differently by a different kind of knowledge that you have. Like in the milk stage, you can say, Oh, I believe in Jesus, Jesus can do this for me, I'm saved, like I'm righteous, those kind of things. And you, you probably won't see things in your soul that are wrong with mm. you. But when you begin to live with a different knowledge, you begin to understand things. You are seeing things in your soul that are wrong, and you are seeing a different way to live. Mm -hmm. So that's what the light, the light in the sanctuary is doing. So the light in the sanctuary that God is commanding is to show us a different life, totally different from that which we know, mm -hmm. the knowledge that we know. So that life there, that that light that is shining is Christ, which is created of out of God, come out of God, created by God, giving us mm -hmm. so that we can come out of the 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 other land, the other way of life, and take up a different way of life and begin to live. So the moment you begin to take in that Christ light, begin to like it's, we we're praying this morning, absorb that light. Mm -hmm. That means we are beginning to use this light, this light, we begin to change our judgment. Let's say will just be let's say how we respond <coughs> to jobs or oh, god give me this job god give me this job god give me this job mm. but understanding will begin to come not even going to come that okay why don't you pray and wait you begin to use scripture to interpret the way of life you say okay uh god knows your needs you know according to matthew is there's there's nothing secret he, he is aware of your need when you begin to pray with that understanding different from praying father, father give me this job you have asked you say i should ask and receive you know the kind of thing yeah. not even able to receive not having that wisdom to know 
wait on God to de discern what the Lord is doing concerning that. So is that light that is shining towards us, showing us a different way yeah. of making judgments, of living. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. once that light begins to shine on, on to us, it was changing our using it. It will not change our responding to our living, the way we spend, the way we relate, the way we converse, the way we talk to people, the way we love. You know, do our heart is towards people because sometimes in the heart there's a lot of things in the heart. So there's that light, and that light is Christ. So when you begin to use that light, we are now letting go of a different kind of life that we are used to, that Satan has has trapped us in. We are now coming out of of that life, uh, life using a different light, coming into a different kind of world. And that's what they call the kingdom of God. I, I, if that's my understanding. Amen. So, I guess we all heard the explanation. Right? Yes. So the the light that we have, there's a light <clears throat> that we are used to before the light that God mm -hmm. is, mm -hmm. and that is a light called the sun and the moon, mm -hmm. <clears throat> right? This is the sunlight and the moonlight, mm -hmm. right? And I think we mentioned it a bit too that the sunlight and the moonlight are pretty much the same light yeah. because the moon just pretty much reflects the sun, mm -hmm. so it's still the same light, just that one shines one rise, sun rises during the day, one shines in the day, one shines at night. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. Now, in, in terms of because I know now we've talked about scripture a little bit about understanding, so in terms of interpreting what that light means right <clears throat> what does that light mean for a man that's some moonlight now the question because we're using natural things to explain spiritual things now even spiritually it doesn't necessarily mean that the sun and the moonlight was bad does that make sense yeah okay now what does the Sunlight and the moonlight that God is referring to in Scripture, talking about. Can someone quickly just talk about that area? What it means for us, because <clears throat> we talk about scripture aspect. What does it mean for us in reality? <clears throat> Any. I don't know why we want to, that want to, want to, to help us with that. Do, do you know what that light means? Oh, do you know, okay, you understand what it means according to what it, um, they just said right now. Mm -hmm. So do you, do you understand what it means? If, if you now, because the reason why I'm, I'm talking like this is because if I say sun and moon, right, maybe because we're using scriptural language, it is, it's okay, sun and moon. Can I imagine somebody that has no clue, an unbeliever, Mm. Or let's say maybe even a new a new believer, just say sun and moon. How can they understand? <laughs> How would they interpret that? What does that mean, right? So I'm just I think that's where I'm coming from. The sense that when even though we hear this scriptural language, mm. it, it makes sense. They can relate it to themselves naturally. So what does that mean? And I guess it's part of us too. It's for us. I want to see how, how we as we ourselves are using this thing. I'm, I'm sure you know the answer. So do you guys want to quickly 
Like what moonlight is? The sun and the moonlight. <clears throat> so now we mentioned, just to clarify quickly, right? Mm-hmm. That is the light that we are under mm-hmm. before God commands a light to shine on us. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that light mean? Mm-hmm. That sun and moon. What does it mean? When you're looking at it in the so wise, not scripture wise now. Because scripture has been able to divide it that we are under sunlight before God commands a light which is in the holy place to shine. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that light mean? And, and, and what does that mean, really? I guess. For me, what I can understand or deduct from that is that light is like um, it has been established is a knowledge. So that light is a knowledge that just instructs our day-to-day living that mm-hmm. instructs a way of life yeah. how we operate mm-hmm. how we do things how we how we process how we respond to things yeah. how we yeah. how we do things essentially mm-hmm. in the natural like mm-hmm. how we just operate mm-hmm. yeah That's so awesome. it's a life that informs a knowledge a way of mm-hmm. life yeah mm-hmm. So the ladder informs a way of living. Okay. <clears throat> now, the way of living there that it informs. And I don't want to make it <laughs> too difficult. So I'm trying to look at my question. So the way of living, what can that look like to a believer? Or to, to anybody, not to a believer, I'm saying believer. What can that what can that day to day Live it look like. It's simple. You people know the answer. <laughs> you did want to say something. I think going back to the example that you were talking about. Yeah. It's like there is a job. The like the what would instruct you instruct you whether to accept the job or not. So to maybe um, move on believer or mm-hmm. non believer. Lord has made a way in the job. Like, but then one under, I'm not, I, <laughs> one under the light, I don't know if this is how it will come out, but just say one under the light that is shining. Mm. It's more so like, what is this, what life will I be gaining from this job? Mm. Is this thing stealing life from me? And with regards to like, Fellowshipping, mm. would this thing take away my fellowship? Fellowship, so you're sort of judging things not based on how much money it is. Yeah. Or I didn't have a job, God provided a job for me. Yeah. But more so, what would this job that has come take from me that is important to me? So, yeah. that kind of example. So, it is, it is adding judgment. <laughs> <laughs> so, she had, she had, she had, she had, she had, she Amen. Amen. Thank you. And I think I think I think we pretty well got, got the got the picture, right? Mm-hmm. So we all understand. Yeah. It's pretty simple in the sense that I think I'll go from there. Ah, thank God. I think we'll go we'll be able to move forward from there today. So we'll open I think it's these two scriptures we'll look at today. Or we'll see where how God will lead us. But this is second Corinthians one and then can we open first Peter chapter two? And we'll read from Verse 7. <clears throat> but, okay, let me read. It says, Unto you, therefore, which believe, he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, 
The stone which the builders disallowed the same is made the head of the corner. And the stone of stumbling and the rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Say, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should shew forth the praise of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. So where, where I'm talking, where, where I want to, what I want to bring out of here is all these things that Peter was explaining. So you are cho- he's talking about you are a chosen generation, like a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praise of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So, we are seeing here, what, I'm, what we are looking at here is the transition from darkness into light. So, who has shown for the praise of him who had called you out of darkness into, right? That's what I'm following. I mean, all those, you are a chosen generation, a pecu- uh, uh, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Those things that Peter was talking about, really, he's talking about different st- steps in a believer's journey. Right? Now, when you are called out of darkness to light, then it gets to a point where you are chosen. Now, when you say you are chosen, many are called, few are chosen. So when you say you are chosen, it's not that God is partial, right? It, really, that chosen means it's actually you deciding to go after God's life, mm. right? Mm. So when you say chosen, it just means that, okay, they gave you, they put a life in front of you, and you chose it, mm. right? And then as a result, that guaranteed you as a chosen generation. Mm. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. it is possible that a soul is seeing the kingdom but is not laboring to enter the kingdom. Hmm. Or you don't think it's possible? Why? Because now, I started talking. Anyways, we see. But the thing is, no, it's not everybody that actually sees Christ's light that wants it. That's true. That's true. It's not everybody. And it's possible they, okay, maybe everyone says, there's a little hunger in this so Okay, let's try. Then they show the moment they see it, you just see it, you just see you turn. <laughs> now sometimes, and it's not for a soul to really, really accept that life. That heart must actually be prepared. Without preparation, it is most likely that soul will reject it. That is why we should not be in the order to quickly just give somebody. This is Christ's life. Let it, let it. Ah, calm down. <laughs> you, might, you, might, you might actually get that person to run away. Mm. Right? Perhaps, if it, when you notice the arrangement, ah, this person is meek. Just meek, yeah. Receiving me. Okay, so, uh, do you read your Bible? Do you pray? Okay. Jesus, this is what Jesus can do for you. Mm-hmm. Let them learn all of those things. Mm. A, la- a heart that has not been trained, mm. either by training mm. or by learning teachings, it's possible that you can be led into Christ without the knowledge of it. For some, the knowledge first, 
before entry. Some they, are, they, were, they, they were already into it before they realized, ah, okay, so this is it. Now, the reason it, and for that a kind of arrangement, right? That kind of arrangement is, is, is it happens to mostly to souls that are full of faith. In the sense that they love Eminemo. <laughs> they love they love the Holy Ghost. <laughs> it's a song I'm trying to use. <laughs> like they love the Holy Spirit too much. And that kind of heart and soul is a soul that loves being led by the Spirit. Yes, sir. And they are used to the leading of the Spirit. They are quick to hear the voice of the Spirit. Mm. When the Spirit says, ah, that thing that you just did, mm. you, shouldn't, you shouldn't handle it that way. Mm. You know that instruction is actually in levels. Yes, sir. It's not yes, the same sir. all the time. There are mm. some little, little things. Some, it is you forgot your clothes and shoe that we hear. Ah, your mm. shoe. You forgot your shoe in the house. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, some of us, what we hear, what we hear, <laughs> what we hear is, as you are going out, take your umbrella. <laughs> Boy, Sonny, only spirit says you take umbrella. Then you take umbrella, and then suddenly, ah, can you imagine? There was a day I was even going at testimony, or maybe you are talking amongst friends. Only spirit is true. Is a true friend. Glory. Glory. <laughs> there was a day I did not even know. I was going to. Then I heard the Holy Spirit take umbrella, and I took the umbrella, not knowing that it was great because it was very sunny that day. Very, it doesn't even show in the weather app that it was going to rain. Then, as I was at Kingsley Drive, all of a sudden, a dark cloud came and rain began to fall. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's all we hear. And then to some to some degree, maybe, uh, maybe we did something and then we go, ah, I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Maybe in a little way, you know that some things only go don't even dare. You know that some way only goes can talk to you, ah, that thing, you should have done that. It's because somehow in a way, you've moved your conscience, mm-hmm. have received enough life, mm-hmm. light, to, to in a way, this yeah. no, ah, something is off. Yeah. Yeah. But really, that thing, it's actually a sign that we did not follow Holy Ghost in the first place, mm. right? Because mm-hmm. most of the time, the way we, the reason why we got to that you shouldn't have done that thing. It's not really later that maybe we are cooking and then Holy Ghost say, "Ah, you shouldn't have done that thing." You know, it's after you've done it in, yeah. inside of you, you know that, yeah. like, like mm, something didn't just go well, agree well here, mm-hmm. and that usually happened after. We misbehaved. Mm. <laughs> so that thing itself is a sign that we, we, we really, really did not follow Lydia. Mm. It was too late already. It's just that Holy Ghost is not correcting problem. Okay, see that, that one. You shouldn't have done it that way. You should have. That you shouldn't have is a late consolation. Right? Mm. In the sense that, okay, we've done it. Ah, we say, less sorry. But you should have done that. Mm-hmm. It's a sign that something. We just we just disobeyed something yeah, inwardly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'm not saying it is that you know the umbrella scenario is bad. Though. I'm saying that there's much more yes, sir. to that. There's richness yes, when it comes yes, to yes, 
the the dealing with the Holy Spirit. There's richness in there. It's the purpose of those little little instructions about umbrella and the rest is really to get us to the core of the main thing Holy Ghost is teaching, which is learning to live another in another form way that is not natural to the to the light that we are used to. So Holy Ghost is, is walk, warring against the light. And that's partly the purpose of leading. Don't go here. Go there. Don't do this. Do that. Take this. Don't take that. Right? Now, all those things actually is in, you know, all these things are relationships and levels. So, and Holy Ghost is particular. So the more and the, 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 the richness, the level of fellowship, the better the leading. Yes, sir. The easier it is for the Holy Spirit to lead the soul into Christ, like into the kingdom, without them even knowing. Because they've not realized the knowledge. And then, how would they not realize what it goes? But normally, it is okay for us to do the But Holy Ghost is saying, no, there's nothing, something is off about that. They may not know why, but they know Holy Ghost said there's something off about it, and they'll, and they'll easily just follow. Mm. Amen. Mm. They'll just easily follow and mm. and that's it. They may not know what Christ is, they may not know what the knowledge of but even but they just followed. Mm. You know realize that they don't really to that kind of reading, mostly they may not know why. Mm. But they have one particular trait. They are too used to following the Holy Ghost. Mm. They are like it's not it's, there's no it's not negotiable for them. You know, sometimes when the Ghost is trying to lead us, we negotiate a lot. Yes, sir. And that's partly part of the reason why we can't, sometimes we can't fully mm. yield to the leading of God, wow. right? Or perhaps it's part of our limitations in journeying in Christ. Yeah. Yes. Because when it, it's that, area, that area of Holy Ghost yes. can be lacking a lot. Yes, sir. Hmm? Hmm. Sometimes when I see some, some, some of our fathers and parents, I'm like, ah, these people... There's something that they have. Yeah. That's I'm not I'm not I'm not seeing it as much in our generation. But when you see it, it's rare. Mm. Mm. Right? It's rare. And what I see is the way they talk about the leading of mm. the spirit. The way they talk about leading. Mm. Every single thing they want to do. Ah and, mm, God did not say it, we are not doing it. Discipline. Yeah. Why, why, even us in this generation, we are not as disciplined. <laughs> we are not as disciplined as this. Ordinarily, they are going out, and then somebody instructs them, "Ah, make sure you are be, you, you are careful how you are driving on the road." Mm. You know, not to say so, you can just take that. Out. Okay, well, thank you. I will. And then after that, you even forgot everything. Yes, sir. And you may not know that that's actually only ghost talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they will understand. Okay, that's. They don't, the way the way they interact with the spirit yeah. is not it's not normal. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. I can use. This is not normal. It's not normal. And one of the things you now find there is that it is sincere. Sincere. And that's one one part of one one very important part of that kind of relationship. Because part of our problem, majorly part of our problem, is that we are not sincere. When it, com- when it comes to dealing with the spirit and moving, in the- we are not sincere at all. Yes, sir. We are not. Yes. We just do some things. It's not as if you intentionally want to lie, or I mean, I'm not saying you say you are even lying. I'm just saying in our dealing with the spirit, you know, there's there's a way. 
in an area in us, maybe yes, we know sir. that only goes my talk in this area. Yes, sir. There's a way we might avoid it. Yes, yes. sir. Yes, sir. With a with a wisdom, just. Yeah. And it's not, it's not as if you sat down and planned. Mm-hmm. I know only goes will come here, so therefore I'll take this way. <laughs> it's not as if we we, we sat down and planned that out. I mean, if that was the case, that that's it. That, that 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 shows that there's a problem inside. That was safe. I don't even know what to call that one. <laughs> Uh, the question I ask is that so a, is that is that is that a believer or, 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 or a non-believer, yeah. right? If you know intentionally plan against the Holy Ghost, then we should know that, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. right? But it's just maybe in our disposition and our in our, our approach or there's a way or I, the example that's coming to my mind is you know when we can intentionally ignore certain things, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we don't care to look further into those areas. Simply because mm-hmm. mm, I don't know, I don't know. We like to play that ignorance area. Mm-hmm. Well, since I don't know, wow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the first thing is, it's like you don't even want to go in that area at all, and then you 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 we lay hold on ignorance. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Wow. I don't want to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. That one is, is said that I that kind of nature there. Is it that nature is against the Holy Ghost? Is because we may not know it, but the problem is that there's a love inside. Mm. There's something we love inside that is warring against the love of God. Amen. Amen. Abby, how many of us? How many of us know that those kind of like sometimes they, they just spring up randomly? Yes, sir. Yeah. There, there was a time, and now I'm supposed to be praying. But and I, you know, I do, it's not as if I know I'm, I know I was going to go and pray, but mm. inside of me. I didn't want to go and do it. I didn't plan against the legal soul. But <laughs> I, what I'm saying, I didn't want to go and do it. I'm not, it's not as if it was clearly like yeah. that. It's just that somewhere in my I just felt, mm, mm, I don't want to. I don't want. To. It's, almost, it's almost, you know, you should go and pray. But you not look for an excuse intentionally. To go and do something else, and then you know, you know, explain the need to go and pray away, or maybe you just, or <laughs> let me put it this way: the way it just comes, it's, it just get discouraging. It way, just one weird, funny, discour- I don't know. Is it just one? You just maybe just think about the the, the just the thought of praying, just one funny discouraging will just come. Just funny. Just yes, randomly just land there. Very true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that thing is a dishonest yeah. seed. Mm-hmm. Why? Because maybe your spirit knows. Ah, well, maybe when the spirit here, pray. Ah, pray now. Let go. But there's so something inside. So is a, a, another love is talking. Yes. Yes. And then that when that love talks, the way it comes out is a discourage. Just I'm mm-hmm. discouraged about praying. Another some another love is talking. Yeah. Maybe when you check it further, maybe it's because you just love to one watch, go and watch one particular movie, mm-hmm. and you've started you said ah, this, this time I'll watch this, mm-hmm. and then it thought to pick ah. Mm-hmm. Then you know that the problem is not Satan attacking you, but it's Satan shall Satan's work. But it's a love that we are used to inside that is already talking. Amen. Amen. But God wants to lead us because of time. Let me move further. Because of what Holy Ghost wants to move us into is a part where we are so much in love with Him, mm. right? That we are 
We are too sincere about our about the work, right? About the journey. Just that sincerity will solve a whole lot of problems. A whole lot of problems. Just that. You no, know, sometimes now I learned to start telling myself the truth. When I when I say ah, sincerely, sincerely, I do want to do this thing. Okay, Lord, I'm sorry. Help me. Okay, let me go. Then I'll go and do it. But you know what? So a heart is not making. Can I explain? I just felt you know. I just I have exam tomorrow, so I just wanted to go and read. You can even like John and start lying with that man. <laughs> I call it a lie of purpose. You know, you know, you know, there's a way. You know, you know, there's, there's a way. You have a feeling you need to go and do something, and you know it's spiritual, and you have something else you that is legitimate you need to do. And I mean, it's legitimate. Maybe you have exactly what to go. It's legit, but you know that's not the reason why you are not doing this. <laughs> but quickly. Explain the way the. I that thing. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> I have a reason. Uh-huh. Just explain that. Just... Mm-hmm. We're just, we just sitting here. Mm. Amen. But that's 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 part of nature's that God wants to take away. Amen. So it's possible. Let me go back. So it's possible that a soul, like, literally, move into learning or move into the kingdom. Or learn the the light of Christ before the knowledge comes, or sometimes the knowledge will come, and then they were able to move into the kingdom. Amen. Amen. And I mean that 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 aspect of moving into the kingdom is where we now need to labor to enter. Amen. You no, know, like I mentioned earlier, because it's possible that the light will come to a soul, right, and a soul may not may just reject it. We just say, no, I don't want. Yeah. And the reason is because of the love for another life. Mm-hmm. Just the way I was explaining yes. that the Holy Ghost will come and then we just explain it away. Because mm-hmm. many times, not, not many often times, you just, you know, you might see a soul. Ah, I love Jesus. Ah, I don't love Jesus. You know, okay, just, ah, true. Just a little light about Christ. They don't, don't notice the response. Ah, say, ah this person is already. <laughs> Why? Because... What happens is almost the moment you begin to see it, you begin to see the suffering, mm. begin to see the denial that comes from it. Many people may not love that kind of thing. And I think, I think, I mean, I thought it was just maybe a person, maybe just me, but I don't know. It's, it's valid for almost every soul. Because for me, when I began to see the light, it's not as if I did, I, I saw the cause too. But I was like, ah, ah, no, see, it's just because no while I'll be, let's go. This is just this one. And I did, the cause I didn't see as a problem. Because what is the cause I was seeing there that I will not live the way I want? I will deny most of the things that I used to love. But that's it. I will deny ambition. Mm-hmm. Even though it doesn't mean that I have agreed, agreed in my soul to do away with them. Mm-hmm. Right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I've seen it, but I didn't see it as a problem. Right? So it's possible that light might shine upon the soul, and the soul may not. Really. And none of this that, that passage, I, I know I, I, we mentioned it, uh, and then we, we left it for a bit, is 
So since the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom suffered violent, and the violent take it by force. And I was explaining that violence is not a bad thing, spiritually. Right? It's just that the Satan's violence that is a problem. Because for us to actually enter the kingdom, we have to take it by force. And what that simply means to the soul is that you, we have to labor, we have to desire it, we have to press in. Mm-hmm. Part of the mm. force is denying ourselves, really. Yes, sir. Denying a kind of life. And mm. although it is easier said, I mean, I know it's not easy. Okay. When we say it, but I mean, maybe not because maybe we've learned about it and now we are, maybe say we've crossed over. But to be honest, when, you, when I check it literally with my sense mm. that I used to have before, mm. and I look at it, and I look at ah, I'm like, if not because. Mm. God had mercy on me. I mean, yeah. if, if I was this person too, I probably mm. would not. Why? Because I'm already used to this life. I'm already used to this life. You're not bringing something strange. That doesn't seem logical. Mm. And you're saying I will suffer. Mm. Oh. Oh, well, thank you. Let me just take my... Let me take the gospel I have as it is <laughs> and go like that. My God is a God of sharp, sharp. Jehovah, sharp, sharp. What you guys are saying is heretic. And then you now begin to see other laws speak. Now, this is now part, I won't say fully, but part of the, this is where you partly see those that suffer the things of men and not of God. Because when the sorrow of the things of God begins to come and it's bitter. And you look at the sorrow you are used to, or more. Mm. There's a sweetness to that life in a way. Well, it's not sweet, it's, it's, it's torment. Yeah. But there's a sweetness to that life. Mm. I, don't, I don't, Maybe because of course it's hard to think, but I mean, I'm just, just think about it. I mean, that time, going to the club and being able to spend money was a sweet thing. No? Yes, it was a sweet thing. Yes, being able to get a, a nice looking car and drive it in front of your friends. That is sweet. There's a, there's a joy that comes from me to show off, but not show off. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, 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 don't, you don't show up, show up, get level. Show up, get level. You know, imagine, 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 you know, there are some shows that the world mm. generally hates. Mm. Eh? Well, that doesn't mean... No, but there are some show-offs that the world does not see. Mm. So the one the world hates is the one that everybody will come and then they will arrogantly show off. Mm. They'll be like, we don't even like that kind of guy. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think what is talking inside that soul that you're angry. It's because they don't have other person. Yeah. <laughs> other person they have. If you check yeah. it deep down, I don't think the arrogance is the problem. Mm. I think they themselves have a problem. They envy. He's envy. Yes. He's envy that is talking. Yes, wow. sir. So, you know the way. You know the way all these things work against each other. Mm-hmm. That one pride, envy, see pride and is rejecting it. But to a natural man, they will say, "That man, ah, oh, no, it's just because he likes men that are humble." Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, okay, the only way you can know that a soul is clean is that there's no act, oh, whether 
slow, humble uh, show off or show up like there is no need for show off at all. When they check that soul, they check and they clean it out. Mm. Is there any essence of show off? Okay, no, there's no show off here. This one is clean. But you know the way the way God is helping us is that from that from that arrogant show off, they begin to reduce it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say, let's say God help us in such a way that our soul was able to capture, make, make show of, humble show of. That is still, that is still some. It's a win, no? Yes, sir. It's a win. It's still a win. Yes. It is better than the arrogant one. Yes. But it's still not holy. Yes, sir. And that is where the world is blind. There's a, there's a whole lot of, and that's why we should be, that's why we should be weary, mm. or we shouldn't trust too much mm. what the world naturally tag. Mm. Amen. Mm. Not the world can naturally tag things mm. as not good. Mm. And it is true, it may not be good, mm. but that doesn't mean that what the world tag mm. is right. Mm. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a standard in the world. Amen? Mm. Now, just because that standard seems morally okay does not mean that it is actually okay. Mm. And that is where a whole lot of things are hidden mm. to men. So, the way even Christians judge is by the worldly standard and they don't know. Mm. So, what they want to judge and they are looking at a matter, they're like, hmm, no, that thing is not good. And when you check that judgment, really the root of it is tradition, mm-hmm. rudiment. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, philosophy. Philosophy. Yeah. Uh, what else? There's something. There's another one that ah, the plenty. Mm-hmm. Slight of men. All those. Th- ah, there's, there's another. There's there's one in Peter. There's one. Yeah. There's one in uh, Ephesians. There's one in Colossians. I think. But ah, but that's just what I can see for now. But really, really. Now, what I'm trying to say is that there's a way the world judges, right? And that judgment is based on a light. What they are using for life, what they are using to live, right, is a judgment, is a light, is a life. That light, does, that judgment and the way they are living does not, doesn't, does not necessarily mean those things are right. Amen. Amen. So the world naturally will tell, no, don't do this. Do this today. Don't do this. Do this. the same thing they said yesterday. Don't do today. They say yeah now go do this. Years ago they say um, being gay and being lesbian is a is a sickness. Today they say it's okay. <laughs> today if you, if you call it a sickness, it's a problem. You are going to jail. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So you can see that even the word said the, the judgment of the word is not even stable. It's not sure. Mm-hmm. Eh? It's uncertain. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's very it's very oh, is it fluid? It's fluid is evil. I'm just saying it's very unstable. So men that have been and funny enough, if you just wait for a few more years, everything that some people are resisting now, like in the next fifty years, you will no, see almost no resistance. Anymore, you know, to, to the world, um, let's leave Christians even in the not in the in the world of unbelievers. Some people still don't like gay people, yeah. 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 
They still hate it. That's that. But that hate does not necessarily mean is of God, really. Yes. That's a thing. But maybe just random Christian, a random Christian will just say that ah, you don't like the awesome, awesome. But really, when you check <laughs> that, when you check that thing, it's not really, it's, it's not okay. That is, it's not good. I put it there, right? But some of us, when we just see that, we just agree. Yes, that person too just does not like um, homosexuality, lesbianism. But but really, when you check it inside there, there's all all kinds of things. Zeta, it's, it's still Zeta that put that light. Zeta that yeah. put it there. So if anything that the world gives, you can't. You can't trust it at all. Mm. You can't trust it. The only thing you can trust is God's righteousness. Mm. <coughs> and that's the, that's, the, that's the purpose of God revealing his right. And if you look at it, most of the things that we Christians live by for a long time, mm. it's not really even God's righteousness. Mm. The only the people that have been able to live God's righteousness are those mm. that were not, they don't, they don't negotiate leading. When Holy Ghost is speaking, leading, they don't negotiate it at all. Like, ah, okay, it's true. That is why it is possible for Holy Ghost to lead certain souls into light, into Christ, mm. without knowing it. Yes, sir. And then later, they begin to receive the knowledge of him. like, oh, so that is why God was leading me this way. Mm. Oh, wow. But what they were just doing was just following. That's the, funny enough, that's the only way to escape this world. Mm. Everything is still in this world. Everything is still entrenched in the knowledge of the world. Amen. Mm-hmm. I know we're not talking about the world today, but I did even get it. Amen. Mm-hmm. So we are talking about the light, right? The light of um, that God called us out of. God called us out of darkness into His light, into His marvelous light, right? So there's a light that God, there's a darkness God called us out of into his marvelous light. They're talking about the movement of a soul from a kind of learning, right? Because that darkness is not a, it's not black and then it's not witches at night. It is talking about a knowledge. So God calls out of darkness, which is a knowledge, into his marvelous light, which is another learning, which is another knowledge. Amen. Amen. And then we are now seeing how, or let's say 2 Corinthians 4 is telling us how God would get that to happen. Right? Which which is by commanding light to shine out of darkness. Right? And I mentioned that that darkness that God is commanding light to shine out of is not the same darkness in Peter. Mm-hmm. Right? That we just read. That God called out of darkness into light. Now, that darkness is a place, the sanctuary which light is shining from. Amen. Amen. And that light is shining to people outside that have not even yet entered into the kingdom of God. When we say kingdom of God, we're not talking about unbelievers and believers, right? We're not talking about entering the kingdom, we're talking about growth, right? Mm-hmm. Now, outside the kingdom is both unbelievers and believers. In the kingdom, believers that are still using the same light 
right? Because the first when you enter the kingdom, the first place you budge into is the court, right? You are not in the sanctuary; you are still in the court, and the court is still outside, right? Yeah. And because it is outside, the light that a believer is under is still the same that the, that an unbeliever is under. Now, and I use the word that they are under, right? Because it does not mean it is the light that is shining to a soul. Does that make sense? Now, because when light is shining to a soul, the purpose of that is to bring you under the light. Now, when you are under a light, what that now translates to is that you have really, in a, in a measure, embodied the life that is in that light. Yes. Okay. Amen. Amen. Now, or the way, how can I explain it? You know when light is shining and we're under, let's say we're under the sun. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's scorching, scorching, scorching. The sun is there, it's shining, mm-hmm. but the body is feeling it in a way. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. As long as that sun is shining, the body will be feeling it. Mm-hmm. It will be scorching and scorching. It means that the body is interacting with that light. It doesn't mean that the body will really, really absorb, take it, and use it. But it means it what is bombarding the body. Does that make sense? Right. So that light is bombarding the body, but the way the soul is is that the soul does not have resistance to light. Because that is what the soul eats. That is the food for the soul. That is how the soul lives. So when light is shining upon a soul, the soul will almost have no resistance to it. It just takes it. Until another light starts shining. And then the soul can experience another light. Ah, wait a It's like this one is different from this one. Then the soul can begin to choose. Okay, I don't want to take this one. I'll take this one. Because it's not even every it's not even every light that is shining that the soul take. They can is it uh, sift? Mm-hmm. But they can cut it. Okay, I like this one, I like this one, I like this one. Okay, I'll take this, this, and this. I don't want this one. So every every light or every effect. Of the light that the soul can take. Some they take, some they reject. Some take some light more than others, some don't. In different areas, and that is why people under the sun, they are not all the same in nature. In some, you can find some knowledge much more uh, evident, much more yeah. expressive. In some, may not be as expressive. But it doesn't mean that they are all safe. Just because yeah. it's a kind of Light is not expressive in this soul. Doesn't mean that this other soul that is not showing that one is any better. Mm, that's true. Does that make sense? Mm. The only way, the only place where you cannot begin to tell difference is when you now go down into the nitty gritty of the soul and you begin to mm. ass- assess the lights in there. Mm. Right? Okay. This one has a light of okay, 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 okay. There's some level of changes here. There's, oh, this place is too just full of all kinds of different light. Right? And that's because we don't always that that rejecting and accepting, right, in a way shows 
that it is not everything mm. that we take at once. Sometimes it might take time, mm -hmm. years, for us to receive some light fully. Yeah. Right? Because the light needs to shine and bring us under the light. And when we're under the light, it is now a lot easier, right, for us to mm. take because it is a light that we are presently under. Mm. What I'm trying to explain is that when we are outside the court and we are under the sun mm. and the moon, right, we can be under that light which defines our life mm. while another light is shining to us. And that light that is shining from the holy place, as it begins to shine, we can begin to now move towards that light. You now realize that when a soul has moved into the sanctuary, where that light is coming from, the journey has not ended. What that, what that means is just that that soul is fully under the light, which is in the holy place, and is no longer exposed to the light outside the sanctuary. But that doesn't mean that everything inside the soul is still okay yet. Mm. Just means that now yeah. they've removed you mm. from under that light. You are now presently under the light that is in the holy place, mm -hmm. which you cannot begin to interact with, mm. absorb it, take it fully. Mm. Then when you've uh, taken it fully, okay, you are okay. You are now at the veil, ready to cross into another light. Because what that light is trying to do, the light that God commands, what it's trying to do is to bring you under the light, yeah. train the soul, yeah. and then take you mm -hmm. to glory. Mm -hmm. Because that light is actually a bridging light. Wow. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. I don't know if we've experienced a bridging work permit before. There's something they call yeah. bridging work yeah. permit. <laughs> it's a work permit that... <laughs> That we can get yeah. when we are no longer under a status, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> we are transitioning to another status, yeah. mm. but that status is not yet fully established. Yeah. So they give you a bridging one to t to allow you to temporarily stay as a resident yeah. until you are able to assume the new status. Mm. So that's almost like what the light of Christ is doing. Yes, sir. The light that God is commanding to shine is bridging us from the world to God. Does that make sense? So the light of Christ is really a transitioning light to transition us from a, a, a foreign life, from God's life, into God's own very life. Amen. Amen. And that is why you know there's there's journeys. In the sun we're out and the light is shining, that is when it begins to toast us or woo us. You know what? There's another you can live in another way. Come, see, taste this one is good. But because the way that, that number one, that life is strange, the first thing you see there where we are coming from is suffering. Because it has nothing to do with the pleasure that is already here. Yes, sir. And the pleasure that is already here, you see that one like it's strange. So what the, what the heart will see is suffering. Until maybe, okay, you know what, let me accept the suffering. And when you accept it, I realize that, wait, oh, this thing is not actually suffering. This thing is actually pleasure. 
Because it's actually, it's actually God's own pleasure. But to the world, it's suffering. But to God, it's not suffering. It's pleasure. So they, they, that's when they start introducing us to pleasure. God's own pleasure. Right? And then they begin to call the soul. And then the soul can start learning what, what pleasures God. Or what pleases God. And then we think, ah, oh, okay, let me try and labor. And then I realize that, okay, there are hurdles to cross. There are steps to overcome. But are you willing? Ah, okay, I'm willing, but I know. Well, I'm willing, what's there? We'll cross it. But it's not every soul that likes that. It's not. And that is why God will help to prepare a soul. Amen. And, begin to, and notice that God doesn't do things without preparation. Yes, sir. For every stage and every crossover, there's always a preparation. Jesus didn't even didn't come without preparation. Yes. They had to send John mm. first. They go and prepare the way. Mm. And then Jesus came. Mm. Mm. Amen. Mm. Now, when we not get born again, Jesus didn't just come. Mm. Holy Ghost, they go and prepare the way. Holy Spirit will have to prepare the way for Christ. Mm. Then Christ will have prepared the way for God. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. So it's all, and where the journey ends is in God. Mm-hmm. When you enter there, there's no other preparation that needs to be made because that's the end of the whole journey. So everything up unto God is preparation. Why? To, to get a soul to take God's things, they must be, I mean, we have been in a, a kind of life mm-hmm. before yes. that anything outside that, there's no sweetness. Yeah. Yes, sir. Until God now begins to show yes, up and then begins to talk to his soul, begins to invite his soul and begin to bring that soul yes, into his own kind of pleasure, mm. pleasure by his knowledge. Mm. Amen. Amen. So a light that, as I was saying earlier, mm. is really knowledge. So we are under a knowledge. When we are under that knowledge, there are some knowledge we take. In short, we just take pretty much we are all full of the knowledge of the world. Just in different shapes and just take that knowledge. Because that is currently the light that is shining yeah. over the soul that is outside the court. Right. Amen. Amen. So he said in that uh, Peter, I think I read that. And then, ah! Okay. Time has grown, so I'm going to round up soon. I guess we have an introduction. Amen. So it says in chapter 2, verse 9, it said, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should shew forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. Amen. Calling us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Right? Calling us out of a knowledge into another knowledge. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. When God is not yet dealing with a soul by knowledge, that soul is not yet transitioning yeah. into God's life. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is the key mm-hmm. to the soul. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying knowledge now, but I guess it's okay to say knowledge. Because there's a way there's a way knowledge comes. So knowledge is the key to a soul. But there are two kinds of when I say knowledge, there's two aspects of knowledge mm-hmm. that I'm looking at. Now, the aspects first is when knowledge comes. Meaning mm-hmm. no there's a knowing. 
but it's not yet the knowledge of God. Does that make sense? Or, or maybe I can call it natural knowledge. In the sense that when we're exposed to knowing things by revelation, there's some information that comes, right? In a way, that's a knowledge for the soul. Because revelation reveals, what, what is revealed to a soul is a kind of knowledge. But is not yet spiritual knowledge. Because what they call spiritual knowledge, really, is the... He said, "Is the knowledge of God that has, that is already, that is actually sitting in a soul that will cause spiritual knowledge, and that's not what comes to a be- that's not what comes to a believer first. What comes to a believer is wisdom. Now realize that it is wisdom that begins to reveal things. When wisdom begins to reveal, it is really giving a soul a taste." Of knowledge, because that's the only way you can get a soul. If you don't, if you don't show things to a soul, the soul will not. So does not like what. If it's, I don't know why it's like that, Shabu. I guess it's just the nature of the soul. Anything that is revelatory in nature mm. is always sweetie, sweet. Eh? Even when you all of a sudden get something, maybe everybody here will have been in class and they will be trying to get. Maybe, have, you, have you studied classes together? I know in school when we are trying to study. We have an exam, and there's a particular part of the course that is giving all of us problem, and we are all studying. We are all studying, and all of a sudden, you get it. Yay! Then I'll be, I'll be excited. Rums, did you know? Did, did you see that thing? Or who else? The <laughs> Roy. Roy, do you, do you do you see that? Ah, now I know it. I can show you how to do it. Then, let's listen. Okay, see this one. When you take this, you take that. And then I'm sorry, all of a sudden, the person, the soul that is explaining, is happy. Yes. Why? Because something the, the, catch the revelation yeah. of the course. <laughs> there's a there's a sweetness. Ah, I got it. It's revelation, knowledge, and the soul. I don't know. The soul is always excited about that. Yeah. But when you know when, when, all those things, at least I don't even need to ask all of us. Just ask me. All those things that were reviewed. During the time that we are studying, just ask me now, do you still have it? I don't. <laughs> there are some that when you check, is there. There are some, or not some, most. When you check, is absent. That, what that means is that the knowledge is not really in there. So I said, at the time I was about to write exam, I was happy and I was excited. Ah! Well... <laughs> It was just an it was just an exciting uh, discovery. It's like discovery is like a it's like it's, it's like a, I don't know is if is it is intriguing but I mean there's something you notice that everybody in the world wants to discover something. They want discover they want discover everybody and when everybody is doing adverts on Facebook they start to tell you that they've discovered something different from the other one. <laughs> Some of them say they'll be they'll be bad naming the other one. <laughs> Why don't you do this? Eh? You know this this old way of doing things. But well, now we have a new way. This is a lot. Why you trying to do the same thing? Maybe they just tweak one thing small. Just tweak it. Just make it. You people should calm down now. It just I don't know why, but just having a sense of discovery is is the way the soul is. 
Right? I'm not, it's not bad. It's the way God made the soul. Yeah. Just that the problem is that Satan has tied this, that, that thing to something else in the soul. And that's really, I guess I wanted to explain it earlier. And that's really the problem with the sun and the moonlight. The sun and the moonlight in itself is not bad. The problem is that Satan twisted the knowledge of it and then tied the soul to it. Because the soul is not designed to be tied to the sun and the moon. And it's very, I don't know how Satan did that thing, but it's a masterwork. The moment the sun rises, every soul, wherever they are lying down, will begin to wake up. The sun is risen. That is why some of our mother used to hate some of us. They used to sleep long. They say, ah, you, are your, are your mates not awake? I'm not saying we should be sleeping long. <laughs> I'm just saying that there's a life tied to the sun. The, and there's a way the world understands that thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's almost, it's almost, it's almost, how do I put it? No, like, if you don't check it, you, you can't even tell there is a problem. Mm-hmm. But there's something that says, when the sun rises, you must stand up. Who gave that law? And the purpose of it is that you must stand up and go and be doing something. Mm-hmm. Now, we now have an issue. I think I'll just talk about this gist and then we'll, we'll do it for today. But in and is a problem. If you wake up that early morning mm-hmm. and all you are doing is praying and reading Bible, praying and reading Bible, people will have problem with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they will not have problem with you start waking up, going up, get dressed, and quickly running to work. Mm-hmm. When they see when they see you going to work like that, they will be much more happy. Yes! That's it. We are proud of you. You are our daughter. You are our son. But the moment you sleep and you are reading Bible, you are a bastard already. They will leave you first day. Second day, they leave you. Third day, they will, they, the, the eye will change. No, no, you know, there's, a, there's a way that thing is, is decreasing. The first, when they see you, oh, good morning, how are you doing? Is everything all right? All right, awesome. Ah, what are you doing? Oh, I just want to read. Oh, you want to read your Bible? Okay, okay, no problem. No. Second day, how are you doing, fire? What are you going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to read your Bible? Oh, okay, all right, awesome. It's, it's already changing. Third day, I'm going to, ah, uh-uh. you're going to read your Bible. All right, so I guess I'll see you later. Then fourth day, uh-uh. wait, you're going to read your Bible. Again, what's going on? Are you not going to go and look for a job? <laughs> go and work. Now, I'm not saying we should not work. I'm just saying that there's a life talking. Yes, sir. And that life talking is already is is, is what is something that I did inside the soul to tie the soul to the sun and the moon. Jesus. No, it's God that created the sun and the moon now. So I mean, God, God couldn't create anything bad. The sun and the moon was not to rule man. It was just to rule the day and the night. But man is not day and night. So what does what what the sun is supposed to rule over is what man is ruling over. Now when you talk about day and night that the sun is ruling over, pretty much you're talking about the earth, right? Because 
where you determine day and night is on the earth, right? When you're on the earth, the sun is rising, it's setting, you know that, oh, that's day. Now this is night. It's just for to tell time and seasons. But man is not supposed to be tied to that. So the moment Adam fell, Satan began to tweak and change things. Now you are under. Now let me tie your life to the sun and the moon. What, if you check it, mostly what Satan began to, began to do then was he started tying man's life to the earth, really. That's the problem. And there's no way you can tie it to the earth and you will not talk about the sun and the moon. Because the earth determines its day and night by the sun and the moon. But that was not supposed to be the light of the body. Amen. So Satan twisted the whole light and that's what made it darkness. Or that may, or, or, or let me talk. Is Ephesians will see this? We said they have their understanding darkened. So Satan darkened the understanding of men by twisting nature and then tying man's life to it. So much such that if the sun does not rise and the moon does not rise, we will have disruption. In short, that will be the news for days. Oh my God, the sun did not rise today. What shall we do? Will it rise tomorrow? I know all these newscasters, they, they, they make things. <laughs> you know, they, they say, I can put fear inside a suit, even when there's no fear. Imagine, imagine when COVID, when COVID came. What, what really put fear inside a bed? It's the, the news now. And then the news, then the government, everybody, oh yeah, oh yeah, let's, ah! We are, everybody starts scared. Yeah, eventually, that everybody will eventually get it. <laughs> it's not a curse so. before, before everybody starts cursing. Now, because it's the same thing as flu. Yeah. If flu till today has not gone, uh-uh. so I don't know why they were all afraid then and not look at proper way of addressing the issue. The expert then said that the best way. Like every pandemic, you just allow everybody. Just let, don't, let the thing play its course. Don't interfere, right? Of course, the, the obvious, which is sad, is that the weaker ones would probably succumb to the virus. And then what you have is the stronger ones. But, I mean, to me, I don't... Uh, I, I don't... I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's that, I don't think it's that bad. Because... The thing is that if God has selected some people to go, eh, no problem now. <laughs> then that means in God's wisdom, because the thing is, nothing, nothing surprises God. Yes. Now, so all the people that died out of it, it's not as if God was shocked, right, about it. I already knew it probably would happen. And we just allow it to play its course. Eh? Even in that, there's a way God can make use of the situation, right? Even for those that died, say, we don't know. Maybe some, maybe by, by reason of that, you know, everything that Satan does is always a favor of God. Yeah. I mean, because Satan, Satan can never surprise God. Yes. And if you can never surprise God, that means that God, God has a wisdom. Oh, yeah, okay, yes. so you want to release the virus, I mean, cause of course, it's not God that released the virus. Yeah. Want to release, oh, no problem, I'll use it to my advantage. Yeah. Yeah. And I realize a whole lot of things that God moved yeah. into the body yes. as a result of COVID. Yeah. 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 So, nothing shocks God, nothing surprises God. Yeah. But, 
One thing that God wants to do by calling us out of darkness into his marvelous light is to untie our life from the sun and the moon. But that doesn't mean that we may not still use it. Mm. Because we are currently, yeah, just that we are living yeah. by a different light. Why? Mm. A priest is a user mm. of the light in the sanctuary. That is the present light over there. But they still have the freedom to come out and go back in. Come out and go yeah. back in. But outside is not their primary yeah. abode. It is the inside. That is where their service is. That is where they, that is where they should live their life. No, so I guess I'm saying this just let us know that even though we are on it and we have to go to work, it doesn't mean that we can't go to work. It doesn't mean that we can't um, do what, you know, especially we should look for jobs. Right? Because I know some, because <laughs> I know the example I give now, some people say, ah, they say we cannot. Mm-mm. I'm not saying we can't look for jobs. We should look for jobs. But just, but just, just the problem is tying life to the job. When you when life, our entire being, everything is tied to job, tied to money, all those things. What you realize that our decision making will follow suit. Yeah. Our judgment can be different from the kind of life we live. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Or the present understanding yeah. in the soul. Yes. And that's why God will begin to expose yeah. us into a different light. The purpose of that is to really, really change our judgment. Mm. Amen. Amen. So God will command his light to begin to shine and it's shining first. Not first. It is shining from the holy place. Mm. But I'm talking about where it begins, where his soul encounters it is when it gets born again. When it gets born again, that's the first shock to the life of the world, the wisdom of the world. And I like, ah, when I give my life to God, there are things I used to do, I do them no more. But you realize that there are so many things you still do that you can't shake off, right? And then that's have that same believer growing, learning, becoming full of faith. Then he now begins to see another way of life. It is still the same light that is shining. Then just that the, 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 the intensity of the light is increasing. When it increases, what it begins to do, it begins to adjust the sight of men. Then, okay, no, you're not seeing properly. So the purpose of it shining to a soul is to begin to adjust the eyesight. So when you adjust the eyesight, the evil eye gradually becomes single. single. Amen. Amen. Then the eye can see the kingdom. Then the eye can labor to enter the kingdom. Then when the, when the soul enters the kingdom, then it can labor to move to where that light is shining from, which is the sanctuary. When it gets there, I see, ah! There are many things here. There's a table of shoebread. There's altar of incense. What does this one? The light will explain to the soul. Help the soul to move further. Offer sacrifice in righteousness. Because they are learning righteousness. And they're moving to the most holy. Where it begins to receive the light of God. Amen. I hope I explained this thing a little bit further. Amen. This light, light area. Amen. So, when you talk about sun and the moon, it's not bad. It's just that Satan has twisted the knowledge of it and tied souls to it. And that's what now instructs life, how to live, what to do, what is right, what is not right. It is where the wisdom of this world is. But that judgment can never be true because it is twisted. And you know, sometimes the master of twisting, you know, sometimes you can live partly, live half-truth 
the rest half bad. Sometimes every, everything is just lie. So you just lie everything, and then sometimes you just sometimes you just trick, let me let me show a little bit of light there so that they will believe the rest of the lie. You just knows how to arrange to a, so in different situations. You know there are some things that by the reason of the life that it was in Adam before, you can easily tell no that thing is wrong. No, you just take a little light and then tie the rest to it. Then you would have accepted it before you realize that there's something yeah. twisted about it. I saw, I saw, it's not possible that a soul does not even detect that there's something wrong about yeah. it. You just yeah. take it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the initial light that yes. Satan just arranged yeah. there, yeah. it is good. Just go and do it. Oh, I don't realize that. It's years later. Maybe God now shine light on some souls and then, then realize, ah, see this light that has been coming from generations. This thing was not true, but it seems okay. Mm. And that is what must have enticed those that accepted the light. Amen. Mm. I think this is our stop for today. Mm. Let us begin to thank God. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. Thank you, our Father, for your mercy and kindness. Thank you for for helping us to understand your right. Mercy to Vanamata. Thank you for showing us mercy this morning, this afternoon. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you for today, for your mercy. We thank you for your word which you brought to us. We say we are exalted in Jesus' name. Father, we pray, O Lord, concerning that which you have spoken to us today. We ask, Father, that you would help us in any way our life is still tied to the earth, it's still tied to the knowledge of this world. We ask, Father, that you will help by your mercy to untie us, to release us from this knowledge by your light in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, cause your light to shine. Father, wherever we are still having darkened understanding, let your mercy come and help us shift our gaze, fix our eyes. Let our eye become single that we might see your light perfectly as we ought to. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth.